And in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the Investment Property Income Podcast. My name is Jeff Eady and joining me today is always a, such a pleasure to have him. My good friend, one of the top mortgage brokers in Canada. And uh, well, just a devilishly handsome feller. Welcome, Jonathan Tilger to the show. Jonathan, how are you tonight, sir? I'm awesome, Jeff, and uh, I always, I'm always a little, just that little bit more awesome after your intros because uh, <laughs> you pump me up so much, uh, and it's always a pleasure talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are doing, uh, I guess, a special Saturday night edition of this. We've had uh, some scheduling challenges this week, and uh, I'm glad we're we're getting this one done because you know we got to put it out tomorrow morning, but. Thank you for joining me on a Saturday night. I know uh, you you definitely have fatherhood and all of that going on, and we can't really go anywhere, but I do appreciate your time. Jonathan, tonight we have something a little different. The format's a little different. I, uh, I don't want to... How do I do this without divulging too much information about the situation? So what we're going to do is actually a breakdown and give me advice to help someone I care about get the proper... Um, funding in place yes. for her situation. So this isn't somebody, um, this is, it's, it's an immediate family member who needs my help. We've yep. kind of, we've kind of, I've made you abreast of the situation, but um, I was hoping you, I, 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 a, I was going to bring it to you for advice, but I figured, you know what? I'm sure there's some people out there who will have some questions around some of this stuff. So let's, uh, I guess I'll start with the situation itself. Yes. Uh, I think that's most pertinent. Uh, that's probably where you would want to start with anybody. You know what? I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let you guide me. Guide me, Jonathan. <laughs> so, I mean, as as you said, and, and with with how you so nicely set this up, it's there's a lot of people who are having various circumstances coming up, be it for themselves personally, or as in your case, where it is a relative who's generally somebody who's a little bit older. Mm-hmm who is in a situation and they need the right advice to make sure they structure themselves financially so so they can really I'll say enjoy their retirement years the way that they want to yeah absolutely and you know we we have talked about um many times having a long-term game plan and that's really one I want to help her set up for is you know 30 20 who knows how long she has yes exactly but set her up so that she doesn't have to worry about this anymore exactly the case so where do we start? So let, let's start with just sort of a, a little bit of kind of, I always like to know whenever, whenever I was talking with someone, really, where are they at today? So if, so if we just, just look, I mean, I know that she's got a house. She's got a mortgage on the house currently. Yep. Uh, she's a widower, uh, has a survivor's pension. And uh, that's her main source of income as well as old age and CPP. She's 74. And uh, I don't know an exact value on the house, but I know that the mortgage, I have a statement here, is $73,000. Okay, so, so small mortgage. And I, I, I think you said the house was somewhere in the, what, the four, four to five range? I'd say it's probably given the market there uh, around the 400000 mark. Okay. Give or take. Yeah. So, so there is some equity to work with. And, and, and basically the situation is trying to find something that, that gets her into a I'll call it a long-term something long-term to set her up so as you said she's got some income coming in but from what I understand the using a little bit of the equity to help with bills would be beneficial so her bills are covered as things are 
However, having a mortgage payment, here's the thing. Her husband, uh, unfortunately, before he passed away, had set up a mortgage on the house that she wasn't aware of. The house was paid off. He left her with a mortgage. She is very uncomfortable having that mortgage payment. Uh, she wasn't expecting it. And it's not high. I mean, it's, it's less than $400 a month. They took a, a 30 year amortization and um, got her, uh, uh, the rate was 3.44%, which given, you know, current circumstances seems a little high, but it wasn't a couple of years ago when it was set up. Well, just, just over a year ago, that's where rates were. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, my question really is, I don't think we're going to be able to get that, that payment much lower. So is this a good opportunity knowing that, so for now, she's probably going to be using some in-home health care eventually. Um, her survivor pension does pay up to $1,000 a month for that through the, the union that uh, my uncle was uh, a part of. So knowing that, would it be a good option now to set her up with a reverse mortgage? Could definitely look at that and really see. And, and I guess I guess the thing with, so there, there's two things you got to look at. One is, and just what you've said, one is the managing the payment. And that's where there's an uncomfortability. Because as you said, she's got the money for most other things, but that payment seems to be, it's that tipping point that it's, it's putting it a little bit of strain her on her. Out. Yeah. Yeah. It stresses her out. It's, and, and, it's not like she can't do it. It just stresses her out. Yes. And then the, the sec, the second thing is, is she looking to access any money? Because generally that's where someone would set up a reverse mortgage would be to actually be able to pull out some money. In her case, uh, could look and say, hey, pull out a little bit of extra money. Or if it's just, she just wants it, hey, the mortgage can be there um, and just let it keep accruing, accruing, accruing. And, and uh, at a later date, she chooses one of two things happens. Either she passes away or she chooses to sell the house. That's when it gets paid off. Yeah, and that's, that's really where it, what I'm kind of... I wouldn't say worried about, but concerned about long-term is having enough so that she doesn't have to do this again. And it doesn't have to happen right now, but that she does have, should she need it enough money for her long-term health care. And given the housing prices and everything that's going on in that market right now, does it make sense to do it and get it appraised at the highest value possible? Cause I don't see it going up a whole lot more than it is right now. Of course, who knows? Cause people are crazy. Uh, <laughs> I think it's been a 32% jump in the 905. They said uh, something I in, in, in certain areas. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of those areas. Uh, <laughs> um, it, it's, it's kind of insane. So, you know, knowing these factors, is it a good time to set it up? And the mortgage breakage fees are like 2,400 bucks. Okay. So she's so not up for renewal yet, but. So just, just as you're, just as you're talking, so there's a couple things, a couple thoughts came to mind. Um, for, first of all, you're saying to do it now based on the higher value and so forth. That's not really a factor for her, okay. whether, whether it appraises now or whether let, let's, let's just say that, that, uh, I, that six months, a year from now, the price has come down and the house is worth 50, $75,000 less. It really won't make a difference. Okay. I'm just saying that based on her age and the reverse mortgage criteria. I know that that based on her area, I mean, even if the house was 300,000, she still is below really 30% loan to value. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
So it really won't make much of a difference because they'll, they'll probably go 40, 50% loan to value based on her age. Okay. So, so that, that, that part there, I'll say, take that, take that, that as, Hey, you got to do it right now because of this, take that part off the table. Okay. The, the other consideration I just want to say is that if the breakage fee is low, one thing to consider is if she were to just refinance it right now, extend the amortization. So it's all the way back out to 30 years in addition to the lower rate, that payment will probably come down. Maybe, I mean, you said it's about 400. I'd have to run the numbers, but it may be three to $200. Mm-hmm. Just based on the fact that the rate would be dropping from what, almost three and a half down to the low twos. So probably drop almost a percent and a half or so off the, off the rate. Okay. Okay. And then, yeah, another extra five years on it. That makes sense. Yeah. So, so yeah, with either of those criteria, she'd, ha- she'd have to incur the penalty. But if the penalty is, I mean, it's a little bit percentage-wise, it's it's a little bit on the higher side, but it's not significant. But if the, if the main concern is the payment, as I said, that's one thing that could could drop that payment by a couple by one to two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> you know, in talking with her, that that payment is what's stressing her out. So that's one option. And is the reverse mortgage? still an still an option knowing all of these factors it definitely it definitely is an option if it's just hey she she realized the debt's there she's okay with the debt being there but at the end of the day she doesn't want the payment then the reverse mortgage is a very good option because now it's just call it you set it up and i'll just almost say forget about it the equity it will slowly the, the mortgage will continue growing over time because there's no payments going on it. And as a result, the more, the interest will, will continue to accrue. Mm-hmm. But for, for her cash flow wise, it would probably, I'll just say less than a lot of less than that cash flow concern. Okay. And uh, what kind of rate are we looking at on a, rever- on a reverse mortgage? The rates are generally a little bit higher. Uh, it would probably be similar to what she's got right now, rate-wise. So the, there probably wouldn't be much of a change in the rate. Okay. So here's another option: is she does have some cash in the bank. Were she to make a lump sum at the time of doing this, how much would that affect everything? So if if she were to, it, it I mean, it depends obviously on how much is going down. I've got to throw in that depends word at some point during our conversation, <laughs> just because it's kind, kind, kind of becoming my trademark hey, hey, with hey, you. Hey, 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 be <laughs> careful with the word depends. We're talking about a 70-year-old or four-year-old woman here. You, uh, had, <laughs> you had to go there. I thought there, but I didn't go there. You went there. Good for you, Jeff. Self high five. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. We have to have fun, though. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like my big thing is I, I just want to make sure that she's set up long-term she has access to the money in the house should she need it. And, uh, you know, even saying that, perhaps she could have a home equity line of credit set up as opposed to a reverse mortgage here. That's an option as well. The only thing with most, most home equity lines of credit is that they will require a minimum payment, which is typically just the interest monthly. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's it, it really, the payment is just stressing her out. That's all it is. It's not yes. actually... You know, it's it's more of a knowing that she has to make it than it is yeah. not being able to make it. Yes. So her income covers her bills. And I just want to make sure that should something arise that we need to get a nurse or, or you know, she has to go into a home that we have access to that. But I suppose if we were to go to look at the home, we might want to look at that as an income property for her. 
or sell it? What do you think in that situation might be more beneficial to her? Generally speaking, I think, I think in that situation, usually for retired people, you would need someone to man to obviously manage the property if it would become an income property. Mm -hmm. So not knowing her, not knowing the situation. I mean, you, you obviously know her, but, but me not knowing her, I, I, she I wouldn't I, be able to do it. Yeah. I I'd want to have some conversations and find out how comfortable is she with that? If, I mean, if I'll just say that if you're saying that she's get stressed out over just the, the mortgage payment right now, Oh yeah. <laughs> if, 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 that, if that were convert to convert over, you, generally speaking, especially with, with elderly people who have concerns about finances, mm -hmm. you usually want to take the more conservative approach. Which would be to sell the house and put the money. Yes. In the bank. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was leaning at. I think it's a lot less stuff for her to think about. Um, but we're not there yet. Yes. Basically, I just want to make sure that she's set up, knowing that the, the payment is stressing her out. Listening to what you're saying, I'm kind of thinking that the refinance and taking the amortization back up and perhaps putting a lump sum payment down of, you know, maybe ten or $20,000 would really be the best route for her. Yeah, potentially. And then, then it would it would lower the payments down. The only thing I would uh, the only thing I would caution or just step back from is putting that lump sum down, mm -hmm. because if cash flow is a concern, I always say it's better to have the money in the bank because then that can manage the cash flow if you need to. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, so. I guess uh, next things next. What do we need? to make sure that this is this is uh, the proper thing? Like, what, what do you need to, to take it to the next step? So what I, at this point here, if things are, are then moving forward, I need to then look at getting an application together, getting obviously the documents together. So standard process now is, is okay, you want to you move forward, you want me to explore the options that are there. So that's where I need to get documentation. As I said, application, consent signed off, that gives me authorization to both pull credit as well as speak to lenders. And then, and then getting into looking at income, situ just the current income that she has coming in, obviously current mortgage statements and uh, property tax bills. That's kind of like the, 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 rough, uh, the rough overview of what, what is needed to get things moving. Okay, so <clears throat> I have most of those. Um, what about NOAs? Being that she's she's been retired for you know since the dawn of time, <laughs> the, they they will usually ask for that. That's part of I'll just say the standard income stuff they ask for, mm -hmm. and it would be a combination of obviously the pension that that she's getting that would be declared on the on the notice of assessments. So here's a tough question, Jonathan. I went into the bank with her the other day. Yes. And we talked to her bank person. Very nice lady. They know her well. Should she just stay with the bank? Or should she talk to you? I will just say that based on the mortgage size, she is probably better just to talk to the bank because most lenders <laughs> who I deal with, wow. when once the mortgage is below $100,000, they they really, when they look at, and it just comes down to, to 
pay a compensation to myself in conjunction with their cost to set it up based on the mortgage size. Mm-hmm. Most of them have criteria saying if it's below, if it's below sort of a hundred grand, then they will not entertain it. Oh, really? Yeah. They won't look at, a, at less than a hundred grand. No, and 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 a lot of a lot of other lenders are not super competitive on those. Just it just comes down to, for the size of mortgage and the amount of work it is to, to set it up. It's it's so that would say probably her best bet would be to start there in this situation. Wow, because they, they would probably be able to offer something better than I could. Wow, you hear for, you for heard those it criteria, here, folks. This is no, you know what, Jonathan? I, I I get that you're you're smiling and laughing, but how many mortgage brokers would actually say that? Probably not that many. Not freaking many. So A, because this is somebody I care about very deeply, I appreciate your honesty massively. Uh, but B, also for the purposes of what we're doing, that's really cool for you to just come out and say that. Because, you know, that's one of the things I love about you. And I it, maybe it sounds like I'm blowing smoke up your arse here. <laughs> um, is that you're willing to say, hey, this is the best situation for the client. I don't care about the commission. Because, you know, it's... it. It's it's somebody's life at this point. Yes, it's not uh, it's not just the mortgage and people. I think a lot of times in the industry, people don't understand that both at the banks and within the the broker agent portal funnel, I guess you'd call it. Um, <clears throat> this is somebody's life and it stresses them out. And this is you know they need people to look at it for them, but they just kind of get set up. Now in this case, I do believe the bank did the right thing for her. Yes, um, but. I just want to make sure that she's set up for long term. So, and, and the, the other thing I'll just say in this situation is, if she stays back with them, they may have some options to reduce her penalty. Okay. Yeah. Well, like I said, it it really for me, it's information gathering time is what I was doing with her. Um, but knowing that the, the the payment is what's stressing her out. If we can reduce that, I hope that would relieve the burden. If not, then I guess we'd have to go with the, the reverse mortgage to make it all work. Yes. Okay. Wow. So I feel like I have a plan for her. That's great. Thanks, Jonathan. Free mortgage <laughs> advice. That was great. <laughs> we killed two birds with one stone. I didn't waste your time. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say to, uh, to that particular situation? Excuse me. Uh, wow. Excuse me. To that particular situation before uh, before we sign off. Especially when uh, with I say with with older people, elderly people in that is. It's I mean, it's great that you're looking out for your aunt and most people in this situation there. I hate to say it, but there are people who look for older people to take advantage of them. So if you've got someone who is close to you, is a relative, they are in these situations, have a conversation, see if you can help them out and just, uh, just have a conversation and see if there, there's anything going on on the financial side where they could use your set of eyes just going through. Obviously, I mean, most people, they want to remain independent, all that stuff. But hey, just having that extra set of eyes, hey, you got something financially, talk to me. I glad glad to help out and just offer that to some, if you've got someone in your life who's close to you who is a little bit older 
Yeah, you know, I, I think that's really valuable. Um, it's not something I expected to have to 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 work with at this point in my life, but at the same time, when you've got relatives at that age, uh, and you know, maybe not a hundred percent of their mental mental faculties. It is nice to be able to come in and say, Hey, this is my area. Let me look at your stuff and I'll help you. And, and I've got, you know, my buddy, Jonathan is, uh, you know, even better at this than I, well, uh, you better be better at it than I am. Cause I don't know residential mortgages. Very well. <laughs> it's not my, 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 uh, uh, area of study, but it really is important, you know, to, to me to help the helpless, I guess is the, the, the way to say it. And, um, especially when people are getting into that area of life where they may be retired that not retiring, they may be going into retirement homes. They may be suffering some of uh, a little bit of dementia or memory loss and stuff like that. They need advocates and they need people to look out for them. And Lord knows they're, uh, they're the easiest to take advantage of, but they're also pretty darn easy to take care of. So anyhow, I'm almost crying thinking about the situation. So <laughs> On that note, obviously, uh, I, I, you know, I want to be a big tough guy, but I am not. I'm a big old softy. Uh, I always want to make my mother proud. You know what I mean? Yeah, know what you mean. Uh, so on that note, Jonathan, thank you so much for helping me understand what uh, what I should explore with the bank and not with you. I really appreciate that, and of course, always a pleasure talking to you, especially on a Saturday night. We never get to party together. Woohoo! Not well. Not, not with everything going on right now. We definitely don't. <laughs> so Jonathan, thank you very much. And thank you for listening to the investment property income podcast. As always, we appreciate your time. We hope we fill it with a whole bunch of value. I know I got something out of this one, which, uh, I, I honestly didn't expect the outcome. That was kind of cool. If you have, are joining us on uh, one of the many platforms that we're now going to be going on uh spotify uh google play i believe and uh apple music apple play something like that i don't know all their names if you uh, are joining us that way you can download our free book the investment property income book at investmentpropertyincomebook.com or if you want to get a hold of jonathan have any questions need them answered you can get a hold of him at ip income at a mortgageplan.com that's ip income at a mortgageplan.com jonathan thank you very much for your time i appreciate you you're a heck of a guy and uh we will see you next time all right thanks jeff always a pleasure <laughs>